moments will be lost in time. Like tears. Welcome to Film Runners. Thank you. Uh, so uh, that's a new voice, and for new listeners, that is the voice of Aaron Samby. Hey. Mm. Thanks for having me. We never said we'd have you. Oh, I see. You just showed up one day. <laughs> Lassie. We called tech support for Skype, and this is the guy who showed up, and he's just not. <laughs> I can't hang up. <laughs> like a black mirror episode <laughs> what if you couldn't hang up on skype <laughs> walk away it's more like a a brown mirror really a brown mirror. <laughs> just sounds sad it's just sad no 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 what would a brown mirror be it would be like if you looked at your life in like a puddle of beer <laughs> like if you looked at your own reflection and were like i have to change that that's the amber mirror yeah it's an amber report. That means a child's missing. This is already yeah. so much fun. This is an, yeah. an amber alert. An amber alert. This is this is all definitely staying in the episode. Um, Michael, would you like to introduce our guest? Uh, no. So the movie that we're doing is. Uh... I see. Yeah, it's well. You introduced him. You said Aaron. Oh my god. And. Yeah, but that's all oh. getting cut. So. Well, the movie, so the movie that we chose to do, or that Aaron uh, chose to do, was Sunshine, a movie that he loves. Uh, and I'll let him give a little brief introduction about what the movie's about. So uh, I chose Sunshine because I'm a big sci-fi guy, and it basically is the opposite of what the title is. The sun is dying, and there's a bunch of astronauts going to reignite the sun that's been dying with a giant bomb. So it's a lot like the core. It's a lot like the core, except for they leave Earth. Hey, you know who else is a big sci-fi guy? Optimus Prime. Because he's really tall. So it's set in 2057. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch this movie, so I don't know what to do. I watched the 2000, uh, wait, the 1999 Sunshine. Yeah. Instead. With with Ralph Fiennes and Rachel yeah. Weisz. Yeah, uh, Ralph Fiennes and Rachel Weisz. Close. I was so glad that somebody corrected Billy's pronunciation and it wasn't me. It's so rude. Actually, you said both those names wrong, you piece of shit. So... <clears throat> Um, Thanks for having me. 
So yeah, 2007 Sunshine, directed by Danny Boyle, written by Alex Garland, with a cast which is amazing. Like to this day, if you heard the cast, you'd be like, "Oh, I'll see the mm-hmm. fuck out of that movie," right? Yeah, I'd still see it. I think I just saw it. But had anybody here seen the movie before today? Yes. Well, here's the thing. Or before when you watched it for this podcast. Yeah. Here's the thing, and I feel like I feel like we're getting <laughs> off track here because. Our last movie, all three of us definitely <clears throat> saw it at some right. point, or at least partially. Which, uh, admittedly, this... I asked if people had seen it, and I got a no. No, you didn't. I did. No, actually, Billy, you didn't. You're wrong. You didn't. You said no. You said so. I choose the jacket. Blah blah blah. You never said have yeah, any of you seen the jacket. You, you basically said, I laid it out jacket. on the table and was just like, yeah, see that? Like you, you just put it down. Yeah, Pokemon. I swear, Incha, I brought up the jacket to you, and you specifically said, oh, I always wanted to you watch never, it. never, because why would I want to well, watch it? that's a different company. <laughs> guys, 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 <laughs> calm down. I'm, gonna, I'm both going of to you screenshot get, you on this. Get down off the table, both of you. Relax. You stay where you are, yeah. Can I stay up on the table? Now, this one, okay, up on the it table. was hard to pick one. Because we knew we wanted Aaron on, but it was hard to pick one um, that he was passionate about and that we hadn't all sort of seen. However, Incha, I believe you said you may have seen it, but you didn't remember anything about it, really, other than Killian Murphy, right? Yes. Yeah. And is that still true? Like, when you rewatched it, did oh. you go, oh, I remember this movie. Oh, I remember, like, every single part about the movie. <laughs> right after, so like, this right after another... Killian Murphy started talking, I was just like, oh, it's all coming back to me. Yeah, that was I remember right. this exactly. You were like triggered. him at the end, except instead of like a new son being born, it was all the memories of the movie <laughs> like glowing around you. Basically, yes. Wait, how does the movie end? <laughs> uh, it ends with people at the Sydney Opera House. Oh, that's true. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, okay, so anyway, this is another kind of cheat, but whatever. Who cares? Everybody likes to steal a little ice cream from the freezer every once in a while, right? I own my ice cream. <laughs> you and your libertarian viewpoints. I knew we shouldn't have had you on. So, um, I guess we should... What do we usually do, Billy? I can't remember. Like, this, this, this is my first time on the show. Well, we, 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 are, we usually go around. We go, we go around to see if people liked it. We go around to see if people had seen it before, and then we just get into it. We get into somebody will usually jump in with the thing they're most excited to talk about about this movie. We already did. We already did the seen it before part. Billy. Okay, so we just go around and see if people liked it. So like <laughs> yeah. any new business or? Okay, Incha. No, no new business. We'll go over the minutes of last meeting later. Yeah. So actually, this is the part where I think Incha has to put up with three high school friends arguing. <laughs> this will this be another Rachel episode? Is this going to be just a redux of the guest? Okay, Incha, did you like the movie? Yes. It like nice. I actually I forgot that it was actually one of my favorite movies, which is weird because I honestly This is the thing. This is the thing. Wait, I, don't, I didn't remember. It? I didn't remember anything. Like I saw it once. In, like, in college, I wrote a paper about it, didn't remember anything wait, about it wait, afterwards. No, this no, is my timeline. Over, let me, no, let me do my timeline. You asked me no, a question. Pull over, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. 
you asked me a question. Let me finish my timeline. <laughs> now, I saw it in college, wrote a paper about it, completely forgot what it was. Just completely forgot what it was. And then watching it now, I'm just like, oh, okay. I forgot this was one of my movies that I really liked in college. It's like out, it's in my top like 30. Okay? Michael? Okay. Thank Senator. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you like it, Michael? It's. No, I hate this. Yeah, I like this movie. I do. Uh, I really like it. Uh, maybe not top 30, but it's up there. I really, really do enjoy it. Um, it I'm just flabbergasted that not only did Incha forget <laughs> that she had seen the movie, she had previously written a paper on it. Yeah. As it being her favorite. And yeah, she, that, it's that one of your top insane. 30 movies. I, I, I kind of just wrote the paper about like Alex Garland's writing, mostly. Oh, okay. Well, let's put the paper writing aside. You just said it's one of your top 30 favorite movies. Oh my god, get the fuck off of it. Okay, okay. (laughs) Sorry. Moving on. Uh, I cede the floor to Senator Seaguard. I I liked it, but not to a high degree. Like, I, I didn't think there was anything wrong with that at all, but I'm just like, okay, this is cool. This is a movie. Like, I didn't, it, nothing really stood out to me as being like, oh, this is a crazy, wild top 30 movie to me either. So it really surprises me in show that it's in your top 30. I really like it. I like it more for the writing. Like, honestly, I could talk about, like, Alex Garland's writing all day. We could do that. That's, I mean, that's a viable option for this podcast. <laughs> I'm not I'm not surprised it's in Inch's top 30, other than the fact that uh, up until, like, a few minutes ago, My I had no idea Inch had ever seen it. <laughs> But because I knew it was in, I think it's probably in Aaron's top 30 or close to it, right? Yeah, it'd be somewhere around there. Yeah. I haven't really just like written a list out, but whenever someone brings up Sunshine, I, I go on about it. So Yeah, I think it's, I think it's maybe not, I don't know. It wouldn't be, it's not a 10 out of 10 movie, maybe, but I can't think of a way in which it couldn't be, in which it could be executed better like i think everything is at the top of its game in this movie um there are very few flaws in it and i think issues people have with it are just general issues they would have that would change the entire shape of the movie you know what i mean like it's not like a movie that is like um oh if you fix this this and this it would be a better movie I think the only real issues I've heard, and a lot of that it has to do with the third act, like where it sort of turns into a slasher film, kind of, at the end. You mean where Freddy Krueger shows up? Yeah, a lot of people have an issue <laughs> with that. But I think if you if you change that big chunk of it, it would change a huge portion of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the film as is, if you take it as is, I think it's, it's extremely well executed. For me, I just... It was well executed, but it was executed with a lot of things I'd seen before. Like, I think it it cribs a lot from Alien in its first act, and that third act as well, if you just kind of substitute Freddy for a xenomorph. Um, Like, that's where I'd uh, interject immediately. I think it's, uh, I would say this is the best Alien remake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You really need to stress the word remake there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Maybe a different word for remake. I think it's the best homage to Alien there's been. Yeah. I mean, I would have to go over the the other contenders, but it's it's definitely up there. It would be 
in it. I, I do agree. And I think that it knows that itself. Because there's this one, the one um, mace line where they're just like, oh, we're going to start getting picked off by aliens. Yeah. I think yeah. that they just know what, like, he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's kind of just leaning into it, like, we're in space, but there's going to be nothing. There's no aliens. It's just what it is. Well, just lines and uh, and visuals alone. Like, there's so many long, dark corridors in this film. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they overshow them to the point where, like, oh, yes, I get it. It's a damp corridor, like uh, Alien Head, like Nostromo had. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's, there's even lines in it, like, uh, when the communication towers go out, like, well, we're we're alone now. No one can hear us. Kind of yeah. idea. Yeah, that that references back to it. Well, and mm-hmm. then the fact that um, that Pinbacker, the antagonist of that third act, he's named after a character in Dark Star, which was one mm-hmm. of the inspirations for mm-hmm. H. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think I think um, I think what sets Sunshine apart, and based on the name and the actual story of it, is the right thing to set it apart. Like if you're gonna rip off Alien. That's fine because I mean, you can't choose a better movie to try to rip off. But I think what sets it apart is the sun visuals. Like everything that has to do with the sun in it, I think is amazing. Like I could just watch any scene that takes place in the observation room or when, like, I mean, Kaneda dying out on the shields is an amazing scene. It's mm-hmm. it's a perfect blend of like visual effects and and editing and music like it's perfect the visual effects didn't blow me away honestly really yeah like surprising i I think it might have just been for me when it was made in 2007 i i don't think it did any effects that were difficult to pull off It, it really seemed like all right this is 2007 we're able to do this this is fine and I think that's, isn't that good enough? I don't think it's supposed to be like a, a spectacle as much as it's like... Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not grading it. It, it might be good enough, but I'm saying it's good enough, though. I, to me, like, the movies that I love are maybe effects that don't look as good as that, but are, like, I'm a fan of analog effects in a, in a big, big way just because I can see the seams in them. Sure. But I mean, I don't really grade a movie on whether it's okay. the most of something or... But whether it's like a, like it didn't do maybe anything innovative, but it did what it did extremely well. You know what I mean? That's 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 yeah. absolutely fair. But uh, yeah. uh, to me, that's just that not innovative, but doing it extremely well doesn't necessarily impress me. I I would prefer innovative and a little clunky. Okay, Shania Twain. But <laughs> I would say <laughs> Avatar is a very visually uh, visual effects. Innovative when it comes to visual effects. However, it's yeah, it's, 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 it's a bit of an empty film when you get down to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And also, I would just argue with Billy that I disagree. I think it's yeah, stunning. I mean, inside I think and out, this you film. could take like watercolors are an old medium, but you can still make a beautiful portrait with it, right? Like you don't have to push the envelope necessarily. Exactly. Well, like when you were talking about the uh, the sun. Sh- visuals like they even like play with you a little bit when the movie starts like the the fox searchlight thing mm-hmm. comes on and it's played that in was reverse a cute, yeah that was a cute so yeah. like en- it ends on it the sun cute. they're like hey it's about the sun <laughs> get it, get it? <laughs> she get it i do think the best parts of the movie are when 
uh, Danny Boyle plays with different, um, I think the effects or the blending of the effects are when he really comes out to play as a director because he likes doing that sort of shit, like the lo-fi 28 Days Later stuff, Mm -hmm. and like, even in later movies, like, what's the one with, um, with... 27... No, no, no. The with uh, Professor X, young James McAvoy. Oh. Twenty seven dresses. No, <laughs> that's James Marsden. That's Cyclops. <laughs> no, no, no. That's say yes uh, to the dress. Uh, I don't know who's in say yes to the dress. Uh, <laughs> that's Randy. Randy. Is Randy in that? Randy yeah. Quaid's in that. Say yes to the dress. Yeah, Randy Quaid. He's all crazy with a huge beard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he's in BC now. No, but he likes playing with like uh, different. Um, filmic mediums and stuff like Mm -hmm. uh, digital and film and lo-fi and hi-fi and stuff and i think he gets to do that when like pinbackers on screen because it's all fuzzy and like distorted i actually yeah i I actually really like somebody took a magnet to a vhs so it's yeah yeah so i think danny boyle comes out the most during that final act for sure Mm -hmm. um uh, that was also the act like it, it was also very um 2001 a space odyssey inspired in that act yeah 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 it does it um yeah i i I think it's like that throughout like the stark visuals of the ship just like you see the the magnitude of the ship like especially when like canada and uh kappa kappa Kappa. killian murphy yeah inches boy killian yeah yeah when they're on the uh yeah when they're when they're on the the sun shield or whatnot you see like the stark magnitude of it it's yeah. it's very 2001 there are other parts where it's very um sort of low rent but it doesn't it doesn't come off as cheap but like you see um corazon who's michelle Yeoh's character uh she's like going down a corridor and she's on like a motorized scooter <laughs> which is very <laughs> weird i i liked it i think um to me, it's because when the oxygen was running out, like that was. But it, and and then also when they go over to the other to the um, Icarus one, they've just got like uh, like little scarves over their mouths, and then they have like handheld flashlights, and one of them has like a DV camera, like a little video <laughs> camera, with the light. And I, I found it charmingly lo-fi when they were doing that. And the design of the the sun. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's the suit. thing. The, I remember. Like, it looks like armor. I don't know if I listened to the commentary because I bought this on DVD when it came out. And I don't remember if I saw an interview or I listened to the commentary. But Danny Boyle mentioned that they based the design of the spacesuit on Kenny from South Park. So it sort of ruined it for me in a way because that's all I can think of whenever I see the parts in the movie where they're wearing those suits. Well, that kind of that kind of kills it, doesn't right? it? <laughs> I don't know what like. Danny Boyle, why would you base the suits on Kenny from South Park? Why not base it on, like, a, a space suit? Which would mean it would make the most sense, would it not? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So, Captain America's skinny in this film. I yeah. did not realize that was him for too long in this movie. Really? Yeah, I thought Tom Hardy was doing a great job in this. Yeah, and when he's he should... <laughs> Tom Hardy. No, that's him in the invitation. Logan Marshall Green. Same. Right. Was doing a phantom. <laughs> Are we doing a bit? Yeah, I wasn't even a part of that bit. <laughs> he, uh, um, yeah, I guess with the wig or whatever he was wearing at the beginning, I can see that. Who's drinking? I. 
sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> um, Incha. Mm-hmm. So, so you wrote your your paper on this. I'm really interested. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta read and, that paper now. Yeah, like okay, so I would like you to go on a little bit about what what you saw in this movie. Okay, so I mainly wrote it again about Alex Garland's kind of like the one thing that I kind of saw in the movie that like set it apart from Aliens is that like I in and I wrote this in the paper. I promise you, I. Love this the psychological. This better be in that fucking paper, I swear to God, if this isn't in that paper. I, oh, everyone opened a page. <laughs> I love the um I love the psychological journey that like all the characters take. Like and I liked that you kinda stayed on these characters and you kind of get to like like or hate these characters. You in Alien, you don't really the only person you care about is Ripley. And I cared about Kane a little bit, but then in this movie, I I kind of was just like everybody is kind of up and down with it. It's mm-hmm. like I liked I liked Mace, then I didn't like Mace. I always liked Cassie, and then there was like the the whole up and down with Kappa. It's like I yeah. liked how the psychological journey of the characters went, and I love how like Alex Garland takes characters. And then kind of very much humanizes them in a sci-fi element, especially like after seeing um, Ex Machina afterwards. But absolutely, um, like I like all the characters um, because some of them I don't like. Yeah, if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. There's like people. They're like people that I would not like, which is good. Like Harvey is a dink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Harvey. I love my favorite part of a little character thing about Harvey is. That when the when shit goes wrong, like when Trey fucks up, um, and shit goes wrong, he everyone runs out of bed, and he's wearing like typical like douchey like gym shorts and just a t shirt. <laughs> like he's wearing what you would see some guy in a convenience store behind you alive talking about like the club last night. He'd be wearing like blue shiny gym shorts. <laughs> anyway, sorry, continue. Still wearing shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the the thing I like. About the, I guess the psychological journey is when you you're introduced with, to uh, the I guess the psychologist or whatever the is that was that what Searle is? Searle, yeah, yeah he's the like worst that. one yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you hate like, wait, oh, he was the yeah. most interesting character to me. I got yeah, because yeah. he looks like he's gonna go sun crazy. Yeah, yeah, like he's he's getting sunburned throughout this movie. Yeah, and he he gets to he gets to go out the way he lived. Yeah, spoilers, sunny. <laughs> well that's what, so you didn't like so you didn't like Searle, Incha? No, not at all. I like oh, I was I... waiting for him to die. I'm just like please, please, please just go. Just just get all the vitamin D you need and just go out like it. <laughs> and he went out his own way, so fuck <laughs> you. Well, right, now to Incha's point to Incha's point, he was admittedly a bad psychiatrist for the crew. If was he's he? the one going, I want to sit and look at the sun all day. Like, literally, was he? he was the, like, he was the worst. Like, he's the one succumbing to what he's trying to protect them no, from. No, I disagree. I disagree 100%. 100% I disagree. Same, Here's same, the thing. same, same. You know who would be a bad psychiatrist for them? Pinbacker. Searle was a good psychiatrist. They're both opposite sides of the same coin. They're like yin, yin and yang, man. They both... <laughs> one went sun crazy and one went sun appreciating. Yeah. <laughs> they both, they both uh, loved and worshipped the sun. Pinbacker went insane from it. Searle 
did not. When it came time for him to, like, he cared about the mission, he sacrificed his life for the mission, but he still appreciated the sun. It's like every sort of character no, in the he film. he appreciate the sun. He was obsessed a... with the sun. There's a difference. He wasn't, of... he wasn't obsessed with the sun. Oh my god, he stood in the little sun thing okay, and he here's stood the thing. there and stared here's the at thing. it. Okay, he he may have been obsessed with the sun, but you don't know. Maybe Cassie was obsessed with comic books, but she didn't. It doesn't matter because it's her own personal thing. Searle didn't it's not let it affect comic the book. mission. Like comic books aren't going. Out of, well, that's uh, true. But Searle didn't. We don't have to launch nukes at DC Comics. Maybe you don't. But Searle didn't let it affect the mission. Yes, no, like he, he was did. pretty cool throughout. No, he how how? Yes, he how? did because he was just like, let's go into the sun and like go and find like the 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 what was it the Icarus one? No, like, their whole like, mission was going into the sun. No, but he, he was just like, let's reroute and directly go into the sun where the signal is. Yeah, like, but how does that have anything to do with his worship of be- the sun? Are you joking? How does went, that? Because yes. he went directly like. Okay. They, the Icarus one was directly in the sun, right? No, well, they were going. It was, it was, it was like, in it orbit. Was, I, don't know, I don't know what you mean directly in the sun. They're all headed in the same direction. <laughs> well, everyone's like, directly in the sun. The the Icarus one didn't get to launch its other half, yeah. right? So it was still in orbit. Yeah, but so it wasn't inside of the sun. I mean, I guess technically, if you're that close, you do need a big old sun shield. So maybe maybe we're all in the sun. <laughs> I was gonna say we're he- directly in front of the sun right now. Like he, it's nighttime. Like he, was he did of... not. No, sorry. What? But Michael, what you're saying is, is that I'm saying this guy is bad at his job of keeping everyone sane, and you're saying, well, yeah, but the serial murderer would do no, the worst job. I'm not <laughs> saying yeah. I'm saying you are wrong. I'm saying he isn't bad because he calms Mace down when the, he gets in a fight. Yeah, with that's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. He's perfectly that's good when, at his job. When Mace is like. I'll never lose sight of the mission again or whatever. And that was because of uh, Searle, right? Exactly. He was good at it. And his then he got to hang out in the uh, the hollow deck. Guys, I will go to my death defending Searle. He is I the will. worst type of person. He is. You no, know he's not. <laughs> yes, he is. Searle rules. You guys are nutsos. I think all of the characters are great, except, like, again, Harvey is a dink. Yeah. And, like, Trey, he thought they killed everyone. Right, or he he thought he killed everyone. Yes, yeah. there's, there's some like Isn't childhood. It? There's some childhood stuff going on with Trey, and I feel yeah, he's bad got some for background. It. Yeah, I will say I'm not a huge fan of um, Cassie. I feel like yeah, she's uh, I loved Cassie. The, eh. I like Rose Byrne a lot, and I feel like she brings a lot to it. But I think she could have been developed a little more. Because like I'm yeah, because everyone else sort of has a. Thing, and hers just seems to be compassion, I guess. Maybe, like, you had a dream? Hey, I have that dream. And that's at the same She does kind of jump on to, she does kind of jump on Killian Murphy's steez in that scene, right? Like, he's like, he has that dream sequence, which is like horrifying for all of us. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, I've had that. Oh, <laughs> uh, cool. Want to hang out? And then they hang out, right? And I didn't get past that part. To the very end. <laughs> you didn't get past the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. No, too boring. I didn't like it. Um, so, what I really liked was the visuals of 
sunlight. They didn't go like the obvious route of making it seem like fire. It was like it was very abstract. Yeah, it was like beams or waves, which makes sense for light, but it, it was very cool in a movie. Like when Kaneda goes down, it's like a giant wave coming at him instead of like a big yeah, it's almost liquid. Yeah, it's cool. Or like a oh, like air, like a sandstorm, but like you know the color of the sun, and like it overtakes him, like I guess a sandstorm would, but I mean ultimately kills him. Hey, that's another hey. great Cyril scene, right? Hey, Billy, uh, put yeah. the put uh, Darude's sandstorm under this entire <laughs> conversation. Yeah, <laughs> and fade out. Perfect. That would be a fade in. We've already right. heard the song. I've been editing this as we went, so <laughs> don't you dare. Some real real time editing. Um I thought <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Billy Billy, hold on, wait. This is my impression of you. Wait, wait. Wait. Wait, wait. wait. I thought <laughs> I thought that. <laughs> Keep going. I thought Chris Prime. I thought Chris. <laughs> Chris Prime. Autobots transform and roll out. Optimus, Optimus Prime is one of the Chris's from the Marvel movies. Yeah. Uh, it's no oh, wait. It's not even Prime. Evans. Why am I right? <laughs> I don't know what you're doing over there, Billy. I don't know what. I'm totally I'm, off. I'm I, totally. I honestly, when I'm when doing my notes. I had so much trouble remembering which Chris this was. That's insane. <laughs> Guys, I've never been so off kilter with both of you. Because, Incha, I have no idea what you're talking about when you say that Searle sucks. That's insane. He is the worst <laughs> That's insane. And Billy, you don't even like the movie that much. I don't know what's going on. It was I created okay. a rift. It was... <laughs> I don't even know it. So what? You and it was it was fine. So you and Chris Christopherson. <laughs> what were you saying? I cannot. I can't bring up Chris huge Kringle. emotions for this. I don't know why. I mean, I'm and I'm saying that in a big You're emotional right. speech. We but... should have been watching a classic like The Jacket. It was interesting. You're right. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. Um. Anyway, uh, Chris Evans' character was a jerk. He was a jerk. He was a jerk. He was a jerk, but he was doing it for the reason why they were out there. I really liked him like, because he, he was a total asshole. You don't say, like, you can't be there and being like, I volunteer for the death mission. I volunteer him. You're right. Kappa, that's the only... Yeah. Like, that's my one questionable yeah. moment in the film. I was gonna say, him. that's literally the only thing he does that's wrong in the movie. Like, he's a total asshole throughout. I agree 100%. But the only thing he does that doesn't make sense or doesn't benefit the mission is volunteering Kappa. And, but he didn't know the magnitude of it, right? He didn't know he didn't know that the sun was going to kill Can- Kaneda out there. Well, yeah, true. But it's still dangerous to go outside I of the ship. It was always a possibility. Exactly. It, it was. It's more of like he was like, you have you have to go. I don't know, clean the bathrooms, sort of situation. Because he was just mad at him because Kappa was being a dink. Right, Kappa's the sure, but I mean, I feel like doing a what's it called a, a when they're doing like a spacewalk is way more dangerous than cleaning a bathroom. Space bathroom. <laughs> I don't know. I would just honestly say, like, um, like he he, he kind of bugged me. I think it it's not one of Chris Evans' strongest performances. I think he's still a little weak here, especially hmm. when it all builds up to him at the end of the movie. And he gives a line that sounds like it could have been in the first Resident Evil game when he just goes, Kappa, 
my leg. Ah, uh, he was freezing to death. I think he'll fine. <laughs> at that point. Uh, yeah, I gotta disagree well, completely because I thought he was the best uh, actor in the movie. Yeah, oh, he's definitely the top yeah. actor in, in this film, and I also think this is probably. I, I absolutely disagree with that. Oh god, <laughs> Incha, back me up on this one. I yeah no I I kind of agree with Billy. Who is better? That's okay. We can all kind <laughs> Everyone of agree. Everyone kind with of agrees. With Billy. Do you want Do you want me to tell you who is better? Uh, is it Killian Murphy? It? No, it's it's Mark. Oh Schell, yeah, honestly. you know what? I agree. Actually, sorry. See, I would I would have said uh, I would have said Michelle Yeoh. No, she was great, but she didn't have much. No, to do. I did. I didn't like her. Yeah, she didn't have as much to do. Yeah, she got to cry over plants. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Strong's got like the voice. I so, thought, you know what? I would say I thought Mark Strong like, did make a very, very strong impression, uh, no pun intended. But he, uh, <laughs> I would give it to Chris Evans just because I thought it was a bigger role too. But yeah, I see that. Oh, yeah. I see Mark Strong. Well, you can't give him I, credit for having a just, bigger role. Okay, that's casting. Well, well then never mind. I just give I, him credit because I thought <laughs> he was better. <laughs> Fine, Billy. Sorry. <laughs> But yes, Mark Mark Strong would, would be the, only, his closest competition, I think. For I sure. think I would say Mark Strong because he has like that he has that apocalypse now type like Marlon Brando, call it like Colonel Kurtz kind of thing, where like he steps in and he makes his presence known and it's known throughout the end of like the third act. And I like that. Because I was like, nobody's giving me anything. Oh, oh God, what's 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 Mark Strong doing? And like you don't see yeah. his face. Did you see Colonel? I was gonna, yeah, I wasn't Colonel, sure. Colonel. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I, yeah, I see what you mean. He he doesn't have Colonel a lot to do, but something. he makes a big impression. And I think he sells, he sells the end for me. Where because I I think a lot of people don't like the final act because of Pinbacker's character. But for me, Mark Strong makes it work. So I agree with that for sure. Yeah. But other than him, I do think Chris Evans is the best. I don't know. I just don't yeah. see what Billy's. I don't see what I don't see what you're saying. I didn't I didn't uh there wasn't a line reading at the end that I don't know. I I think I've seen more mature performances from Chris Evans. Yeah, I've seen where I thought I thought there well, was Yeah, a... Fantastic Four too. <laughs> Rise Seven. of the Silver Surfer was obviously there. No, I I yeah, I've seen better performances from Chris Evans, but I thought this was yeah. a really good one. It was definitely one that made me take notice of him when I saw That's it. That's exactly it. This is the first movie that I took notice of. Chris Evans. I don't think I saw him anything before this that wasn't him being uh, what was he? Flaming Torch. Uh, or not another teen movie. Human Torch. Yeah, yeah not another teen movie. Yeah, I remembered him from that. Yeah, just the oh. whipped cream. The whipped like, the, exactly. That was the whipped cream. I don't think I saw that uh, movie. Billy's angrily watching Sunshine, and he's like, "I don't whipped cream on this guy's dick." <laughs> <laughs> So the soundtrack, can we get get into that, I guess? The soundtrack's amazing, right, Billy? <laughs> because, like, the soundtrack's the best soundtrack in any film ever, to me. That's also just... Wait, here's the thing. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Before you say anything, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all Here's what Billy's going to say. He's going to say, like, oh, I liked it better in Kick-Ass uh... when it was in Kick-Ass. Is that what you're going to say, Billy? What? Uh, with the mu- the music? <laughs> when the music was better in Kick-Ass? Yeah. Like, you're... Kick- when this Same, soundtrack uh... was in Kick-Ass, it was better? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what, that's, because it was it in was Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass. Oh, was it? Yeah. The yeah, scene where know, it shows like the flashback of Nicolas Cage's character kicking all the mafia dudes' ass. Because it was the same composer. It doesn't matter. Apparently that wasn't what you were going to say. You're just going to say the music <laughs> no. sucks, which is insane. Yeah, it's... Uh, Kaneda's death. I pro- I, no, I, I have no strong feelings one way or the other. 
This is really compelling, and, and, Billy. Thanks for no, having me honestly, on. Honestly, like, just like if you're this is what? Sorry. Like I like like okay, it's on Danny Boyle. Yeah. Look at Twenty Eight Days Later. That is probably in my top ten movie soundtracks of all time. Right. Yep. Yeah, I'd say it's yeah, close yeah. to this, sure. But it's the same. Sunshine uh, same doesn't. I I didn't <laughs> really register the score. Well, you have to take the take it off mute. <laughs> Billy's just watching on mute. No, I I I I get what you're saying. However, I wouldn't necessarily like. Yeah, I mean, if you compare it to Danny Boyle's other movie with a very impressive and iconic soundtrack then it doesn't stack up but yeah but like even if like you compare it to like other movies with iconic soundtracks billy i think you'll find this is a movie with an iconic soundtrack i feel like if you compare this to other movies like in the sci-fi realm it's not the best i don't know even i would disagree even with that i think it's a very very good score Uh, i'd say like to obviously, I've already said it. It's like one of my favorite soundtracks. But like, if you only had the most iconic soundtracks from sci-fi to compare it to, it like it still takes. Well, it's no like two thousand one, obviously. Yeah, but I just, I just flat out disagree with you. I, it's it wouldn't. You're telling me this is better than Blade Runner's soundtrack? No. Eh, it's up there. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> say I it's not better know. it isn't it isn't better than blade runners all right you guys keep talking i gotta throw something in the oven real quick i'll be right back but keep it talking. better be Open your fucking your oh he said it first <laughs> oh no um yeah i wouldn't say better than blade but it's up there i mean i think it's i mean like there are singular times during the uh during the film where the the soundtrack just swells and i think that is on par with i guess uh, the, I guess the overall tone of, say, a Blade Runner. They're, they're different types yeah. of soundtrack. One's like a 80s plunky uh, gated yeah. synth, and the other one's very swelly modern synth. Well, I think, I mean, Kaneda's death is the thing that stands out to me the most when I think of the movie, and that has, it's the best um, intersection of character, visual effects, music, like when Searle's asking, like, Kaneda, what do you see? What do you see? And I know, Incha, I know you hate Searle. I know that's going to be one of your points for why you hate him. <laughs> but uh, it's like the perfect accumulation of, of what I think makes the movie special. And that's that's my yeah. favorite piece of music in the movie is when, when Kaneda dies. Same. Like, that's the iconic yeah. one. That's the one that's played in uh, in Kick-Ass. Yeah, that's well. the Kick-Ass one. That's, it's in the Days of Future Past trailer, too, I think. It's probably in a bunch of trailers. Huh. But I remember oh, it from the one like, where the... Days of Future Past trailer where it's like James McAvoy and Patrick Stewart and they're like oh you gotta remember to be cool (laughs) and he's like I don't want to remember to be cool it's like well I'll send you Hugh Jackman to teach you to be cool yeah I remember that remember that what movie did we Uh, Grease (laughs) I think think it was Grease so in uh, in my notes I've got uh, the fucking soundtrack uh twice and then the soundtrack because i didn't have time to write the fucking uh in in a for a third time uh what's another thing pin backer is pin back what i what does that note mean i i'm not <laughs> sure they get really uh, this is a little nickname i've got one of my oh, one of my notes uh, is the vibrating scalpel is ridiculous <laughs> it makes no sense yeah 
It's like for sawing through. <laughs> yeah, it's like taking a very precision <laughs> instrument and then making it go all over the fucking place. It's like adding a subwoofer <laughs> to it. <laughs> so uh, another alien homage, which is like obvious, is the uh, the airlock sequence where uh, Kappa like straps yep. himself in so that he can like blow out the uh, the inside of the. I don't know what the name of the ship. Icarus, Icarus too. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. I like that and like, scene. And then what's her what's her Michelle Yeoh like she bounces off of I forgot the that I forgot that like part happened. Dead. It when and scared the shit out of me. When I watched it like I thought her last scene was when she's holding the flower or the the plant or whatever, her dead body, which is beautiful. Yeah, it's a right? lovely final scene and then her dead body just smacks against the window <laughs> at a later date. It's terrible. You know what I love about <laughs> her body smacking against that window though? What? Is Killian Murphy's reaction there? Yeah, that's true. Because like I really yeah. don't think that she, like he didn't know she was dead at that point. Yeah. So it was like, whoa, what? Who? What did I do? Uh oh. Nobody. <laughs> yeah, perfect. like he just like he just flushed her into the airlock. Didn't even know she was dead. Yeah. I think. Um, uh, what was I saying? Wait, hold on. Oh, so when? So let's let's go all the way back near the beginning. When Chris Evans and Killian Murphy get in a fight, I'm a hundred percent on Chris yeah. Evans' side in that fight, right? Am I wrong? Um, I understand why he's so heated because he didn't get to send yeah. his uh, what me- message package back. Yeah. I guess maybe Killian Murphy. Took here's too the thing: long. they tell them they're like in 24 hours, or it may have been 48, but I think it was 24 hours. You won't be able to send a, a message back to your family, and then Killian Murphy sits there and he dicks around for like an hour trying to figure out the perfect message, and then Chris Evans can't send a message. I'm on his side. I'd be pissed, too. I think yep. a good psychiatrist wouldn't let it come to physical blows. What, Searle was supposed to <laughs> anticipate every single move they made? He he defused the situation. Maybe he could have scheduled some allotted time. His job is an administration. It's psychology. He can't schedule time. But he solved well, the problem. Maybe pro- he could have seen when they were getting a little tense. How did he know? He didn't know. It was a thing that popped up randomly. He fixed the problem that, that afterwards. He fixed that it. Was, after. That was brewing. Also, you might have to watch. You should have. He probably should have watched like Mace because if he's like anger prone the entire time, no. maybe watch him. Mace didn't have an anger just problem the just, entire time. Really? Just once. Just once. <laughs> no. he flared up. <laughs> yeah, he flared up, and he said, "It's never going to happen again." Then he got like a a cool. Like clean haircut kind of situation. There was a montage. It was a makeover montage. <laughs> How can can psychiatrists prescribe haircuts? Because Searle prescribes him a haircut. Well, I mean, it, it you can say like it it does change your self image. I feel different after a haircut. I guess. I mean, I feel. I guess you're right. I do feel better after a haircut. I was gonna argue with you, but you're 100 percent right. I feel lovely after. I feel like a beautiful man after a haircut. Yeah, and and from that point on in the film, he's like, he he's like right. And about guess everything. what? You know he's who like, prescribed no. that haircut? Searle did, and he solved every problem Boom. in the entire movie because <laughs> because he prescribed the haircut. Yeah, that's 100%. that's it. Uh, Killian Murphy has really skinny arms, and he's a very freckly boy, huh? Just an observation. <laughs> I think I think he's lovely. Was that in your notes? Yeah, I did. Because uh, when he was. There was some scene, and he was wearing, like, a tank top, and he had very skinny arms and very freckly arms. 
Oh and yeah. It was like, oh. He he looked like Linda Hamilton in like Terminator Two. <laughs> he did look like Linda Hamilton in Terminator Two. Just like like tiny right? little muscles. She was all yeah. elbows. Like her jaw was an elbow. Her elbow was two elbows. Billy, what are your elbows like? They, they bend my arm. I have no strong feelings one way or the other on my elbows. <laughs> you have no strong arms, apparently. Uh, it was really gross when Pinbacker got degloved at the end. Oh, come on! I was that, That's like my final <laughs> yeah, that note. That was my last note. That was the last one I made, too. It just says degloved, exclamation Yeah, that's what point. I said. Pretty gross, oh. Oh, yeah, you have my notes? notes. Oh, I, actually, I do, I do have a note here that does say, nice music. You piece but of, you piece of Fairly shit. late in the movie. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's sarcastic. <laughs> nice. Nice music movie. Like, Billy's into, like, waiting music when you're on a phone call. Is that, like, a, a strings version of Sadie, so... Kappa! <clears throat> My dog. <laughs> so I had a theory about the characters in the movie. They all had some sort of basis in uh, religion or belief. That ca- it yeah, kind of yeah. falls apart. Okay, because I yeah. think Kappa believes in science above all. Mace believes in order or the mission. Searle and Pinbacker are both uh, both believe in quote-unquote religion like they pray to a sun god but they're the good and the bad side of it corazon believes in like earth you know uh and then cassie believes in like heart or whatever the idiot from captain planet believed in (laughs) but other than that i couldn't go any further with any of the characters but harvey believes i think trey was the trey believes in food harvey believes in gains he believes in (laughs) in getting those reps in he believes in uh scoring chicks harvey just really wants someone to make him feel important remember how like pissed off he got when like uh they detached from the icarus one and he's like no you're gonna you're gonna leave me behind i'm the captain now you have to look at me look at me (laughs) look at me (laughs) i am the sun captain but he didn't sound like barney from the simpsons so (laughs) but yeah he uh I was surprised when I read on Wikipedia that they, um, Troy Garrity, I think is the actor, and they, when they did, like, his audition, Danny Boyle was like, yep, that's the guy, that's the guy I want, because he's not very good, <laughs> so I don't know why. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, I guess, as not good as you need that character. I mean, I guess, you it's could, like, not, yeah, it. it's not really, like, a, it's not a big role, but I mean feel like a better actor could have maybe imbued it with some life i don't know oh i, I had another uh alien i guess homage was like the very first time you see the crew they're all sitting around in the kitchen chatting like humanizing themselves just like an alien yeah that's you you could take that like shot for shot for the lunch scene exactly mm-hmm. yeah and then all of the again the, all the long corridors that's like the biggest thing i noticed like the empty hallways all over the place it cuts back to them in a ridiculous amount. I think a lot of the movie's strengths and what sets it sets it apart from just an alien ripoff is um, Danny Boyle and the effects and the editing, which I think I said already. But especially um, him knowing to like 
cut-in shots of the really vibrant green oxygen garden to like other things and uh when when they're ex- oh yeah well anytime it go- goes from the the sun to like anything else or anything to the sun it's it's yeah. shocking because like there's this noise there and i mean color noise as well as like well that's noise. another thing he's really like good at it- making uh it was a good idea to make the uh the sun have an actual like sound it sounded like a creature you know like it was a danger yeah well, yeah it was a yeah. character it was totally a character in this film it hypnotized like two of the characters right yep one of the best characters Searle. <laughs> and pimp uh, never never oh yeah Insha, are you still here like i don't know how these podcasts work do we like splice in like <laughs> old episodes of her yeah she's... no we get we we just give her room to talk sometimes Okay. <laughs> I make my point. Somebody yeah. argues with me. It's fine. It's a back and forth, or I just stay quiet until. <laughs> are there, what are like? All right. What what Wait. hasn't been hit yet that that you noticed? Oh, are we talking to me? Yeah. Oh. You talking to me? That Cyril sucks. No, no. <laughs> we got we got no. universal truth. What else? <laughs> I just like pissing. I just like pissing no. myself. <laughs> I really, I really like Cliff Curtis. <laughs> I think he's a great actor. <laughs> he's uh, he's Mamoan. Is that what? It what is? do you say? He's like from Samoan. Are you from... trying to say Samo- Mamo- No, mimosa. <laughs> I've had a couple mimosas. That's what I'm saying. Anyone want Maori? Ma- yeah, Maori. That's yeah, what I want. I think, so. but he's played yeah, he's literally every race. <laughs> he's well, been. I think he's been Afghani. He's been Mexican. He's been. Maori, <laughs> he's been, he's been everything. Tanned, just a white yeah. guy who is tanned. He was in, uh, is it We Were Warriors? Is that the New Zealand movie with what's her name, Keisha Castle the... Hughes? Yeah, uh... yeah. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't watch movies that aren't uh, okay. sunshine. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. What else do you have in your notes, Billy or Incha? Nothing. Good. Let's. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, no. Okay. Actually, I, I would like to bring up a point. Let's do um, it. And that's like the movie is kind of interestingly segmented Mm-mm. at certain parts because it kind of goes from a uh, like a sp- like a just a regular like space adventure right at the beginning to sort of becoming a space horror at forty five minutes in when they learn that they have to die. Yeah. Like, that three of them literally have to die, and it can go either way. Yeah. And then, obviously, the next big change is about at, like, an hour 25 when Pinbacker shows up. Yeah. yeah I do absolutely. like... Oh, sorry. I, uh... No, that's... Yeah, that's it, yeah, to your point, Billy, I do appreciate... <laughs> I like movies where it's, like, uh, it's treated casually, but not in a flippant way. The fact that, like, especially Mace, he led the charge, because he's right about everything, is that, like... They knew they weren't coming home at a certain point, but they still had mm-hmm. to complete the mission. And I think it's very cool to me in movies when it shows people like dealing with that sort of shit, you know? Yeah, uh, one of my notes is no going home, he, period. Mace is fine with Yeah, it. he's badass. He like, Which is why the whole him sending Cap out onto the shield doesn't really cut the mustard, you know? Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah. the one, one oh. thing. Oh, uh, the the pictures of the old crew. Oh, when oh, it how they flashes flash up. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. very cool. Not stylish, right? Not a fan. What? Why? 
Uh-huh. I just... Because nothing, nothing <laughs> in the movie matched that. That was a very kind of experimental filmmaking thing to do, and the rest of it was a very mainstream film. It, it felt like something that might have been left over from a more interesting cut. Eh, I disagree. I think... Um, uh, it was hmm. special. Like, yeah. doing something once is what was It, what it was also, special. like, I, I think it was... It was trying to come up with a tone in that segment of something like uh, like Dead Space. I don't think so. Which I think is is a great example of like that kind of dark and violent. You mean space the, vi- the video game? I do mean the video game Dead Space. Okay. I think I it was that t- kind of going. I think it came out. After. I don't know. <laughs> I think it came out in a similar era. I've never played. But I'm just saying, if it did come out after, it did a little bit better than Sunshine. No, I've never played that game, so I don't know. But. Um... It it came out uh, a year and a half. I played later. like Sorry and Mousetrap, but they didn't do anything for me, so I don't care. But um, <laughs> I was just trying to be flippant for no reason. It's fun getting into trouble. But those parts show up at a time when Pinbacker, as an entity, gets reintroduced into the story, and his reintroduction right. breaks the movie in a sense because it doesn't really make much sense, and it creates moments that stand out from the traditional sense of photography like whenever pinbacker's filmed it's out of focus it's it's shaky it's there's a lot of static and noise on the film he breaks the movie so i think that's a good way to sort of casually lead us into it because when searle who is his flip side leaves the movie by dying pinbacker takes his place pinburgers (laughs) <laughs> My name's Pinburger. Welcome to Pinburger. How can I take your order? We're in space. We don't, we don't eat meat in space. So I think it was a nice way to uh, create a sense of atmosphere and also in- slowly introduce us into a thing that will um, be much bigger in the finale of the film. Oh yeah, we don't even know it's Pinbacker even after they find... Uh... Uh, Trey, they don't like Trey. Looks like he killed himself, right? Crawled out of bed and like. Yeah, they don't. Yep. They don't reveal it. Really, really, a lot of loved that. You don't, you don't see get to him, see him. him. Yeah, you do. You do yeah, enough. but you, the image yeah. is there. <laughs> when you have issues with that, you have it enough. But uh, it. Uh, I put on a watch too tight once. But it. Um, it. I think you knew it was Pinbacker from the moment you saw his, like, video diaries early on, or whatever, when it shows. Yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> You're sure. like, oh, this dude's gonna come back when they go to Yeah, them. as soon as he... I, I, wrote, I wrote down the quote somewhere. It was something like, yeah, it's not our place to challenge God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know that dude's coming back in a big way at some point. I'm yeah. just still thinking about that uh, vibroskeleton. Well, aren't we all? It it seems like an inefficient use of resources in space. You miss. I think you miss it, Billy. But we <laughs> talked about how um, pointless <laughs> a vibrating scalpel would actually okay, be. Okay, good, yeah. good. I'm glad. Yeah, a piece of precision. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what this movie kind of explains though that I've had a bit of an issue. Well, not an issue with, but it's something that I'm I'm glad a movie is finally addressed. You know how in a lot of, like, 70s sci-fi, like, all of their computers and stuff are, are done with, like, big chunky buttons and switches? Yeah. Chunky buttons? This that movie, like, this movie shows someone using it in a spacesuit, and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. He legitimately could not operate this spaceship 
if he was if that was a touch screen right now. Yeah, I did yeah. like how it was like a big yeah. candle he had to turn too. Like that was part of the procedure. Like he, uh, even at the uh, the beginning uh, with Sorrel, like when it, it just shows him in the uh, the observation room, he spins this little plastic key thing. Yeah. Oh, the little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he fucking sucks. He doesn't suck, guys. <laughs> you're making me mad. I'm gonna, sp- I'm gonna spill my Capri oh. Sun. <laughs> It, it's a cool thing about um, sci-fi movies when they actually use the no sound in space thing. Like, it can be used to very good effect at certain points. And I think the sound in this movie in particular is very good. Um, but other movies that take advantage of that is very cool as well. I mean, recently, The yeah. Last Jedi has a, a scene that is silent for a few seconds, which is very cool. But no spoilers, because I don't think Billy or Aaron have seen it. But there is a yeah, scene in space that is silent that. for like a few seconds, and it's really neat. Yeah. Spo- spoilers, Aaron. Star Wars has a scene in space. Billy? Shh. Wow. Come on. <laughs> All right. Never come back on show again. So that's... No, you're not. So that's how you're playing. <laughs> Um, does anybody have any recommendations for movies that would be similar to Sunshine? We went over the 1999 uh, Sunshine, yeah? Yeah. Uh, did we, or was that before we started? That might have been pre-roll. What are you talking okay. about? So, don't confuse it with that one. That's uh, your recommendation, honestly, is don't, I... <laughs> don't watch that? Your recommendation is don't watch any movie except this one. <laughs> That's right. Do <laughs> <laughs>